Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. I do not accept glory from human beings, but I know you. I know that you do not have the love of God in your hearts. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not accept me, but if someone else comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe, since you accept glory from one another, but do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? But do not think I will accuse you before the Father. Your accuser is Moses, on whom your hopes are set. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But since you do not believe what he wrote, how are you going to believe what I say? John chapter 5, verses 41 through 47. It is legitimately hard not to focus on what other people think of us. Most of us find it actually impossible to completely overlook other people's opinions. Some of us might be better at it than others, and hopefully we're all getting better at it over time. Sometimes this isn't such a bad thing. None of us are completely self-aware, and we do need input from other people. We need outside opinions. We need outside perspective. We need outside wisdom. We need accountability. So sometimes we do need to think about what others are thinking. And sometimes the people who make the most boasts about not caring what people think are actually just really rude or self-involved. We're all wired for community and for relationships, and so in some ways we do need to consider what other people are thinking or we're just selfish. However, when the opinions of others keep us from doing the right thing or from being true to ourselves or true to our conscience or most importantly from obeying God and obeying his word, then the opinions of others become very, very problematic. Jesus accuses his critics here of being so focused on man's glory instead of God's glory, worrying about what other people think, but not worrying about what God thinks. Jesus' statement is that he is unconcerned about any glory that comes towards him from human beings. Now, we know, of course, he will accept glory from us. He will accept worship from us later on after the resurrection when he is glorified. But right now, as a man walking on the earth, this is not the focus for Jesus. His desire was to bring glory to his Father in heaven. So Jesus sends all of the praise and all of the attention upward towards God, not towards himself. When he rose from the dead, he would enter into receiving some of that same worship. But the life he lived on earth pointed to his heavenly Father, not himself, not how others praised him or what others thought of him. And this is to be our goal as well. It's not about us. He warns the critics in the verses today that they don't have the love of God in their hearts. This ties back into some of the other concerns he's had with them, which we've explored in the past few days. That they had no compassion for a sick man, that they were not trusting or believing in Jesus, they were looking at the biblical text, but doing so without love. And since God is love, when we are without love, we are less like God. But to follow Jesus is to consistently pray, Lord, let me be more like you. And if I don't have the love of God in my heart, may I have more of that love so that I can be more like you. Jesus also warns here that in the final judgment, the ancient prophet Moses will somehow be involved, apparently as some sort of witness called against the Pharisees in the heavenly courts. 
Now they adored Moses and they followed his writings in the law to the letter. But the Lord here is willing to shake things up for them and tell them that Moses, who wrote the writings that they had put their hope in, would not actually be happy with them because, like all of Scripture, Moses is pointing towards Jesus. Jesus seems willing to take what the Pharisees are most comfortable with and turn it completely upside down. And if Jesus is truly Almighty God, then we should not be surprised that he does that to them. And we should also not be surprised if he does that to us from time to time. His greatest goal is not actually our comfort. It is our devotion and our obedience. And anything that interferes with those things needs to be challenged. A bold prayer to pray for us today as we go about our day would be, Lord, show me if there is anything in my life that is interfering with my walk with you. Would you pray that and see what comes to mind as you go about your day?